Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome to Product Coffee, a podcast where product professionals from Ibotta share stories, advice, and thoughts on all things product over a cup of coffee. Grab a cup of Joe and join us to level up your product career 30 minutes at a time. I'm one of your co-hosts, Patrick Kuchikowski. Kevin Gentry. David Odekoya. And Jamie Douglas. Our topic today is through the looking glass when to leave a company and the lessons you gleaned along the way. So unfortunately for us, Jamie has decided to move on from my bot is going to another tech company in the Denver area. So we wanted to use it as an opportunity to reflect a little bit on her time and then use it as a jump pad to discuss when do you move on, uh, what kind of opportunities are out there and just any general thoughts. So with that, Jamie, I'm not sure if you wanna give the full rundown of your Four years now at Ibotta, but I know you you didn't jump right into product, so it would be great to hear why you moved to Ibotta first and then how you made the transition. For sure. Welcome to the six-hour episode of Product Coffee. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, well, for a little background on me, um, in a prior episode, I did kind of give a brief summary of how I got into product, but um, just to give a refresher on that. So... I um, started out in the television industry and I was in um, production there, so mostly within documentary. Um, I actually went to film school for that and then um, spent a lot of time um, in New York and LA. uh, Did you work for Oprah? Yeah, yeah. (laughs) I mean, never got to meet her face to face, but yeah, Yeah. (laughs) my company contacted with her. Um, yeah, so that was that was a huge project and very exciting. And I got to the end of that particular project and and had learned enough to know that um, it was probably not the right fit for me. And that industry is brutal. It's I, tough yeah. for sure. Yeah. I think something that I found difficult about it was the lack of kind of infrastructure, so to speak. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. you're all freelancers and you're all responsible for your own health care and you're all yeah. responsible mm-hmm. for your next right. job and that can be really freelancing in general versus your regular nine to five I guess yeah yeah yeah. I think that's probably the biggest reason why I decided to find something more consistent I'm I'm always curious about the other side of the coin of people wanting to go yeah freelancing and maybe don't like the nine to five as much right anyway it's a personality (laughs) type for sure there's some people who just like get so energized off being freelance that's true so yeah but so, um, yeah, so then after I did that, I moved back to Denver, which is where I grew up, um, found Ibotta through a mutual connection, and I started in the client success side. So I used to work directly with clients, um, trying to execute on their programs, making sure that whatever we set up for them was actually delivering on their um, you know, metrics and indicators that they were looking for. And um, over time, learned more and more about I bought or more and more about product rather, and um, how 
you know, that role functions in an organization and found it pretty analogous to what I used to be doing in television, except this time it was in the technology space. And um, so what came with that was a lot of learning curves, <laughs> a lot of learning about more technical skill sets and, um, you know, what is actually <coughs> involved in, excuse me, <coughs> in building out um, software, which is not obviously what I was doing before, but um, again, not that dissimilar. So, um, so yeah, I got into product. It basically took me about a year. Um, I took some free courses at General Assembly. I um, kind of to dip my toe in it to really understand what it was and to see if it actually was something that appealed to me. Um, and then over the course of doing that, I um, told my manager, who uh, at the time was a great manager. She didn't, you know, get scared and say like, oh no, we have to keep you on client success. She actually really facilitated my move into product. She contacted our head of product here and said, I have, you know, a manager who's interested and would like to learn more. And um, they set me up with the ability to shadow some of those meetings. I got to work with the product manager directly here. Um, and, you know, he kind of gave me some, like, homework, so to speak. So give me books, give me things to look at, um, you know, frameworks to investigate and learn more about. And then um, eventually, after about that year's time, a position opened up at Ibotta, and I applied for it and was able to get it. So, yeah, I've been, um, been doing it ever since. <laughs> <laughs> well, I know you're much more on the, the technical side of the house here. Yeah. I, I believe your, your role that you're moving to is more front-end or, you know, kind of B2C focused. Mm -hmm. um, is there anything that's a reason why you decided to make that, that leap from technical to kind of front-end? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think that I've really enjoyed everything that I've learned here, and I've, I love my team here. Um, that's one of the hardest things to say goodbye to, is the people, and, and, and in particular my, my squad. They're a bunch of, you know, kids, but, <laughs> <laughs> but it's really fun. Um, but, um, but yeah, that, that was part of the appeal, is to find something that was a little bit more about working directly with customers as opposed to today I work mostly with internal folks and and I'm not opposed to that but I think what um, I end up doing a lot of times is focusing on the technical back end and not so much the front end um, you know UI so um, that's that's something that I was looking forward to in the new spot it is nice to like actually design something and then be able to use it yourself and see yeah, it right. yeah it's a little more tangible for sure so I was always kind of interesting in my career interested into moving to like the IOT space mm. internet of things doing a little hardware I think David you came from hardware is that right yeah yeah yeah, yeah I came directly in fact I don't even call it hardware it was more mechanical engineering yeah that's a whole <laughs> different <laughs> beast <laughs> because we made uh, stainless steel products right uh, yeah but before then i actually did some iot work so yeah. that's that's interesting yeah that you were yeah because you can have the nice blend of you know the software and the hardware but yeah um yeah. that i always wanted to like actually use my product that i mean i think that's what's nice about working at a company like i bought it that you can actually go and use your own product yeah I um, Similarly to, I'm I'm sure where you're going. Did we n mention where she's going at this point? <laughs> we haven't. Can we? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, yeah why not? Um, Jamie's going to Guild, which is pretty close to us in terms of the vicinity of workplaces and just down the block, right? Yeah, yeah, really close actually, which will be nice so I can catch up with you guys. Yeah, so we'll have you on. <laughs> yeah, yeah, guest yeah. guest spot. Yeah. 
Yeah. It's the, the other tech unicorn in Denver right yeah. now. Yeah, so. yeah oh. that's right. right. Yeah. So, Jimmy, can, uh, can you talk a bit about that first transition you did from client success yeah. to products? You know, that's so you were out there, you know, talking to clients, and then suddenly you are in here having to work with a squad. Mm, any mm-hmm. lessons learned? Any oh yeah, yeah observations. <laughs> and I had kind of the same move myself at some point. I can talk about that, but just want to hear your perspective. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it definitely was. You know, clients are all very interested in, um, like, they're selling to you as much as you're selling to them. So it's a constant negotiation. Um, and I feel like, um, you know, those conversations were always sort of wrapped in a business speak that was really important. Um, and you're always kind of operating within certain conventions and, um, you know, almost etiquette with clients. Um, you also want to make sure that you're always trying to cater to their needs and make things happen that they are expecting to happen. And when things go poorly, that's, those are tough conversations Right. you have to manage. Um, working with engineers, I feel like what I've learned is that you have to be very direct and very specific about what you are trying to learn from them. Because otherwise they will tell you a whole bunch of things that are possible, but not necessarily relevant to your exact moment that you're asking in. Um, and the other thing is like giving them support and celebrating their work and um, really making sure that they feel valuable. Like there is a certain amount of people management involved with engineers and working with engineers. And whereas I'm not their direct manager, I do need to be responsible for like, you know, caring about them and making sure um, that the work is really supported and that they're protected from lots of other distractions that come in. Right. Yeah. What about you? (laughs) Um... Uh, which question now? <laughs> <laughs> I, well, I have a question for you. It, oh, uh, all right. Moving from the, yeah, that mechanical to more digital, like what kind of triggered the want or the jump to oh. the digital? And then, yeah, that's yeah. The, the question I was dreading. <laughs> <laughs> dreading? <laughs> well, not exactly dreading. Yeah. Right. So uh, before I moved to uh, that company, uh, I actually worked for a GPS manufacturer that had a lot of software and technology. So I, I, I was kind of... Is the IoT thing that you yeah. mentioned? Got it. Yeah. yeah, so that was that. Then I moved to uh, the uh, IDEX, that's the name of the company. Mm-hmm. So they have a, uh, a factory out here close to Stapleton, and we made stainless steel products that go into cars and other industrial uses. Mm-hmm. And while it was exciting when I joined, I learned a lot about like supply chain, the automotive mm-hmm. industry, uh, even just uh, operations management and all of that. But uh, the actual product management work, so I'm sitting in a room with mechanical engineers and we're talking things like uh, strength of materials, mm-hmm. tensile strength, and uh, uh, corrosion resistance. And the, the, the biggest frustration for me was the lead times. Because uh, in, in that industry, if the engineer designs something in AutoCAD, you have to send it out for prototyping. And that takes, it could take a week or, or, or longer. Most times it takes a lot longer. And then if they, they receive the actual sample and something is needs to be adjusted by mm-hmm. one millimeter, you got to send it back. Takes another week. Redesign, <laughs> takes another week. And all, all that just used to frustrate me. And I mean, even though I studied electrical engineering, but I've been in IT for a I moved pretty early. I've been in there for a long time, so I kind of wanted to 
get back. I, I miss the uh, the whole IT tech space. Speed of it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Speed was probably the yeah. big thing. Yeah. 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 And the <clears throat> and the fact that it's all in house and you get to kind of see it being built. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And and here, I mean, you 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 meet, you have a stand up, you assign tickets. In two days, it's ready. You can actually see yeah. what you're building. Like I, yeah, I work for products that the development cycle took two years. Mm. Yeah. Wow. So yeah, I took over. <laughs> yeah. Does that feel like that was kind of risky? You're doing a two-year investment, or is that just normal and expected? With yeah, a lot of lot of different reasons. Uh, most of it is normal and expected, uh, and, and just the way the industry is, things don't move as, as fast. And because we work with uh, we worked with automotive, uh, things were highly regulated, so we had to follow a specific set of guidelines all the time. Mm -hmm. So all that kept things moving uh, very slowly. And then the other thing is, talent is really hard to find and uh, recruit in terms of engineering talent. Mm -hmm. So if you lose engineers, it would take you six months to replace yeah. that engineer. Wow. And yeah. It's a big deal. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That actually that happened to me. We had to outsource some parts to an, an engineering company. Yeah. That's also another yeah. long process. And, yeah. Well, that kind of hits on one of the kind of key topics of today, which is how do you know when to move on? And so it sounds like, you know, this was kind of like self-reflection more than anything. Right. Um, I know in my own life, you know, the previous company before I bought a, ended up moving on because a friend came here and had a, they had a data engineering product manager opening. Um, but that company was also, it was another startup that was also winding down. You could kind of see the writing oh, okay. on the wall. Yeah. Um, I would be curious to see what other people's take is on like, is it a, an opportunity to move into a new space? You know, like Jamie's has this opportunity, is an opportunity to move outside of hardware to software again, you name it. like. Yeah, for me, I uh, my first product job, similarly to Jamie, I was there for a while and kind of started in a, a CSM type role and then kind of moved my way into um, product over the years. <coughs> and uh, I was there for about four and a half years. And, you know, I learned to be a product manager there and uh, I got to build a lot of cool things. And then for me, it was just like I wanted to learn in kind of use the skills I've learned at a different company see if I could replicate that. Maybe I wasn't just a this company person. I was more of a holistic product manager that I can kind of build up all my um, skills and, and replicate that success somewhere else. So it was that. It was kind of like, um, I, don't, I don't feel that you're ever done being a product manager. You always like... <laughs> Yeah, I don't think that's very clear. Like, even I'm sure Jamie and you maybe could speak to this, but even when I wanted to leave, I I wasn't done with what I wanted to accomplish there. There were still a lot of projects and objectives that I wanted to hit, so it was it made that transition kind of difficult. But um, it, it still there was more kind of like benefits on the other side of the coin for me that um, pushed me to to get that position and move on. But yeah, I I mean that's definitely true. Like. If you have a product and you have a problem space as we're organized here, uh, theoretically, the opportunities are endless. So you could spend your entire career mm -hmm. within a certain space and just continue yeah. to develop it over and over again. So how do you decide when you're done? Yeah, You kind of have to make that sort of imaginary line and then meet it. Mm. Um, for me, I, I'd always wanted to get the UI into a good space. 
and I feel like I feel like we are in a in a good spot with it. I feel like we've got this internal guild um, that is really um, doing a good job of coming together and and making sure to um, kind of marshal all of these UIs into one coherent experience. And I'm really glad for that. Yeah. For a long time, we were it's all just great. spinning yeah. out separately <laughs> and doing yeah. our own things. So, so there's a lot of that kind of stuff that I was looking for in order to feel comfortable saying. Um, okay, I think this is this is good, and I think everybody understands how to move forward yeah. without me. Yeah. Um, so I, at least I feel I feel like that's the case. <laughs> if I leave and you guys are like, no, that was wrong, <laughs> <laughs> you can tell me later. Yeah. We'll just burn it all down and yeah. start again. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I think one of the cool things, maybe Jamie, this is something you can look forward to. Um, when I left my first company being a product manager, I had all these irons in the fire that were not realized at the time. And I was, you know, like a little, um, uh, just, just not happy about moving on with that. I wanted to see those through, but it was okay. I moved on and then still found out like maybe a year or two later that those ideas were actually implemented. Yeah. So it was kind of cool to see the, the fruition of that iron in the fire so I'm sure that's the same <laughs> thing will happen here where you yeah. have teed up a lot of things and then kind of see something come to light that would be and, nice yeah. you'll have yeah. to tell me if you get yeah. here Kevin <laughs> yeah we'll do because <laughs> you would be mostly involved yeah. and yeah. probably making yeah. sure to steer that so oh yeah that would yeah. be exciting <laughs> and so now that you're leaving kind of two questions and this is one for the group as well because I'm, I'm sure we can all speak to it endlessly is what are the things that you feel are unfulfilled that like lessons that you wish you could go back relive or do but on the flip side what are the the key takeaways from this job that you're like hey this is worth sharing out to the broader whole yeah i think um there are a couple things that you know without going into too much detail one being i wish we had changed our strategy sooner to focus on just the ui because i had been so long stuck in the mindset that we had to build the whole thing end to end brand new um, and while that's still something that needs to happen, I think we could have delivered value sooner if we'd just done the UI. Mm. And that just didn't feel like an option to me at the time, but I think that's partly because of my kind of greenness when it came to um, product, being in product. Um, and I think the other lesson that I would tell people is like, you are responsible for your own career and your own um, decisions. And so if you feel like you need something or if you feel like you um, want to learn something at the end of the day, you know, that is totally within your bounds to request those things and to really craft that career. So I think sometimes I, I sort of left that up to, well, I don't know that there was a ton of intentionality about it because I was a little bit just drinking out of the fire hose. <laughs> um, but now that I, I have a little bit of distance, I think that... Um, and not, not something that I'd replay necessarily, but something that I want to keep in mind as I go, um, knowing that there's always a certain amount of chaos, that it feels hard to be forward-looking with your career when it comes to product management, but um, at least recognizing the moments in which I am able to make a choice about how it affects my career and, and doing that with, you know, consciously. Yeah, and I think that actually plays well to the whole topic we had last week, which was mentors, because that's where you can get that outside perspective, and especially, you know, when <clears throat> when you renew the product, you just don't know that. So, um, key takeaways for the group that are like, I don't know, fun things that you're like, hey, this was something I did that you know surprised me, or something that like the engineers just blew out of the water that you know people could try and replicate. 
yeah, or something you'll miss? Oh, well, I mean, I will miss the people, absolutely. Yeah. Of course it's podcast. I mean, yeah. The first thing is the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Not the people. The podcast, the podcast is, yeah. is the Number thing. one. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> Product coffee. Take that back. It's just the coffee during yeah. the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the true intent part. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I guess that's a tough question. Um, I mean, I've always felt like my team worked really well together and perhaps I um, didn't value that enough so I think that anytime a team is really gelling um, that deserves attention and worth recognizing um, so in terms of like um, how, how it's going to work going forward that you guys are going to probably interact with um, what I'm leaving behind I think that like I trust that it's in good hands with our engineering manager and our um, engineers on that team so I think that they have a really good understanding of the space of where it needs to go and um, so I guess I'm I'm looking forward to what they what they deliver yeah That's cool. <laughs> what are you most excited for in your new new job um, I'm excited well I'm excited to tackle a different um, kind of lens mm -hmm. of product management um, and to learn from new people you know I think that's something that is always valuable when moving um, to a new space. I've learned so much from all of you guys, um, and I look forward to just adding to that. So, yeah. Cool. <laughs> Are you taking some time off before you start? A little time in between, yeah. yeah. I would recommend that for anyone transitioning <laughs> into a new job. Take some time off. I also, <laughs> I also think it's it's a lie when yeah. people say they couldn't. Exactly. If that is totally ask. a lie. Yeah. <laughs> if they didn't ask, yeah. or they felt guilty or something. Right. Um, Any company that yeah. wants you will give you at least yeah. a week of yeah. time. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because they don't want to wait, right. you know, have to spend another six months looking for the right person. Right. So. And they'd rather have you fresh yeah. anyways. Exactly. I don't want someone exactly. just Start still fresh. thinking about their old product. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, any, like, things that you're doing to prepare for the new job? Everybody's um, told me not to think about work at all. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> um, yeah. Which is funny. I mean, their points are good points yeah. in that, like, you never... It's, the, it's a great time yeah. in any um, buddy's career or anybody's life because you're in between things but you know what the next thing is so like you get that kind of space to be at rest and just know that you're taken care of more or less that said knowing it's me I'm probably <laughs> going to spend a lot of time awesome. <laughs> <laughs> thinking about the things that I should be doing and so um I have um, many people, including you, Kevin, have given me recommendations for books to read and um, things to really check out. So um, the recommendation I gave, by the way, for everyone else, first ninety days, really good book. I've read that twice yeah. for both my transitions. <laughs> yeah, and, um, I found yeah. that super useful. Yeah, yeah. So I'll probably dig into something like that. Yeah. Do you remember what? What's one thing you remember from that book that you um, establishing the relationships up front? I think was a good one. Um, like knowing who your key stakeholders are in yeah. establishing those relationships that trust yeah. um, is so important if you do that up front and, and, and you know you're, you're set up for success yeah uh, yeah and you look that. for quick wins was also yeah. there and uh, don't try to change everything at once mm -hmm. right uh, approach slow gradual approach is yeah. the, the yeah. best way yeah good yeah. advice 
Yeah, I failed at that one pretty hard. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I'm I like a little bit concerned about. I'll be like, all right, I've got this great new exactly. idea. Yeah, We're it's like, do oh, we did this thing. at a bottom. We did yeah. all these things. Yeah, yeah. we can totally do that yeah, here. It's like, except it <laughs> took us two years. Uh, yep, exactly. <laughs> so uh, anyway. there's always that one person who's not as excited as you are about that new yeah. idea. You got you got to yeah. win them over. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's true. There's always the jaded customer who's been like, yeah, I've seen people come in and try to make yeah. change. Yeah, exactly. All right, so last thing for our listeners, Jamie. Do you have any last words for them? Go level up. (laughs) 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 Nice.